0: Alright, right, rock and roll. So, everybody here is super talented at picture taking, Um, but obviously there's more to what we do than just taking pictures. So, I wanna talk about posing and also uh, subject, model, talent, whatever word you're gonna use, depending on what part of the industry you're in. Subject, model, talent, interaction. How to talk your way through the first part of your shoot so that you can think about what the next pose or the next option or the next look is going to be without looking like you're thinking about it and without having a lot of dead space and dead time. Um, the easiest way to do most of that is just to have a, have a plan for dead space. Um, remember that your subject, model, talent, whatever, doesn't know what you're shooting. They're just trusting that you're getting it. So if you have a brain fart or you need to kill time before your next look or waiting for the sun or waiting for the light or waiting for the sun or waiting for the light to mellow out. It's an easy kind of way to, to fill the time, still look busy, still feel productive. And also, you know, maybe you'll get a gem that you might use, whether you intended to use it or not. Um, what I like to do initially is have, uh, a set of poses and then just mirror image it. So if you're on location and your shoot, the direction's right, you know that you only need really one or two shots from this space, but it's gonna be a bit of time before the next one, go through a series of kind of manufactured poses and then mirror image them so you get six for the cost of three, you fill that time and it also gives your subject more time to understand how you operate, how you give direction, and you guys can grow more comfortable with each other. For example, Um, Posty McPost over here is my subject, Irish, (laughs) and this is the shot I need, click, Irish can go either way, like Pat's McElhenney, you know, Irish family, yeah. Boom, 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 we get the shot that we need much faster than we anticipated because this model knows how to pose. Great. but we need time to think about what we're going to do for the next shot. So this part is gonna be manufactured. All right, Uh, male model or female model, this doesn't matter. I usually will have them stand and face you, turn 45 degrees to either direction, shoulders one way, smile, click, click, right? Modify this pose with changing their hands a little, hands on your hips, hands across the chest, whatever is appropriate for your subject. If you're doing like senior pictures, Hands across the chest works for most seniors, male or female, right? If you're doing modeling headshots, hands on the hips or one or the other works usually for females, and then same hands across the chest works for males. Click, click. All right, cool, that looks great. Just for safety, security, let's do it again the other way. They turn the other way. Click, click, it's a headshot. You don't have to move their hands. And then again, hands across the chest, Hands at the hip. You can give all of the instructions to them after the first one. So that way, the second set of shots is going to be automatic and you can then look ahead to see what your next spot's going to be, your next location's going to be, or think about what your next post set's going to be. Alright, so I'm shooting Posty McPost over here. Click click, we got the shot that we want. Alright, here we go. Uh, Turn this way for me. Good. And here we go. We're gonna shoot this, and then after this, we're gonna put your hands on your hips, and then you're gonna cross your arms, and then after that, I want you to turn completely the other way and do the same thing again. Cool? Cool. All right, here we go. Click, click. You don't have to look through the lens for this because it's extra, one. Or you're looking at whatever your next shot is. Click, click. Cool, got it. And I see what the next shot I wanna be is right behind her, or him. with this post, which is not sentient at all compared to the other post. This post is actually just a post. All right, cool, come on over here for me. And now we're gonna start the next look that we want. In my case, it would usually be uh, posted up on the post with your back against the post or the wall or the tree or whatever the, the object is, right? Hands in your pockets if they have pockets, on the hips if they have hips, they should have hips. Across the chest, or for something more demure, you can even go behind the back. But you do the same thing again, right? This is the shot that we want. Click, click, we get it, and then have them go through all the other poses that you might have thought of. All right, cool, so here's what we're gonna do. I want you to walk over here with me, put your back against this wall or this post, excellent. Get comfortable, relax, pop one foot up, perfect. This is the base of the pose. We're going to shoot this, then I want you to put your hands in your pockets, thumbs out or fingers out, never the whole hand in the pocket because that's a little weird, right? Uh, But after that, put your hands on your hips, and then after that, cross your arms, and then after that, put your hands behind your back. Give them all of the instruction, immediately. That doesn't mean you don't have to follow up, but give it all to them so that they know they're gonna be flowing through poses. And then you say, all right, every three pictures or every three frames, change it up. We're shooting digital now, so we don't have to worry about wasting film, right? Every three frames, change it up. All right, here we go. Click, click, click. All right, change. Click, click, click. All right, change. Click, click, click. All right, after the first click is what you really wanted, the first frame, or make it last, either way, it doesn't really matter you're looking ahead to the next one and the next one. That way, even if you don't need all of these shots, you're now filled 15 minutes worth of time before you can go to the next shot that you really, really want. Sometimes we book sessions and it's a 30 minute session, but really you get everything you need in the first eight minutes, which is great for the photographer, but, and sometimes great for the client. If it's corporate, that's what they love. All right, you're out of here, cool, get back to work. But for consumer clients, they wanna make sure that they're getting everything that they paid for time-wise anyway. So you have to fill the time. This is a good way to fill fill that time. Okay, cool, next, what do we see? All right, um, oh, that chair. While I'm going here, click, click, click. Okay, change the pose, click, click, click. Hold on, let me take a look, make sure it looks good. Uh-huh, hold that right there. The next shot's gonna be this chair. All right, last three, here we go. Click, 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 perfect. Come this way with me, the next shot's gonna be over here. And you move to the next location. And chairs, benches, These things that have arms, backs, and seats give you a lot of options to do the exact same thing. We know that the only shot we want on this chair is if we're doing seniors, is this one, right? Arms crossed across the ladder back of the chair, uh, chin resting but not squishing, that whole thing. But again, we wanna try to fill the time. So we know that that's gonna be the very last shot that we need, how do we start? All right, do me a favor, turn the chair 45 degrees and have a seat. Don't sit all the way back, sit on the edge, perfect. Cross your knee for me, cross your legs. It also helps to fill time, if that's what we're trying to do, to go ahead and sit and pose exactly how you want them to pose. That way they can see it, right? Perfect, good. The next pose we're gonna do is we're gonna sit over, we're gonna lean on the arm of the chair. Don't slouch, just lean, perfect. You know, but don't be stiff as a board either, you gotta find that kind of happy place where your weight is on your arm, so you're leaning, but your posture is not Uh, potato sack. So, good. One hand over the other. Make sure your fingers are closed and in. Perfect. Chin up and level. Smile bright like you're having fun. Click, click, click. And then the last shot we're going to do is we're going to come over here. And you're going to kind of squat down a little. Cross your arms over the back of the chair. Remember, keep your posture high. Neck up, shoulders down. Excellent. And smile bright. Perfect. Then you get out of the way. And have them sit. All right. Remember the first pose? Going to cross your leg. Perfect. You got it. Click, click, click. We already know the sequence is now automatic. We've already told them what we want them to do so we don't have to give them more instruction. We just have to give them encouragement. Oh, that looks great, perfect, okay. Modify as you go. Oh, tilt your head a little, you know, make sure you still get the shot that you want. Tilt a little, tilt a little, but you eliminate having to fill and instruct them through every single step because now they know what the expectation is. You just have to tweak it. All right, perfect. All right, now uncross your leg, do the lean for me. Excellent, remember, shoulders down, chin up. Good, here we go. Click, click, tilt your face a little more to me, click, perfect. Now go behind, perfect. Squat down, cross your arms, excellent. Rest your chin but don't squish, perfect. And then you go through your, your poses. That part of it, making it more automatic, is super valuable because then it frees up your brain to do everything else you need to do. Worry about exposure, worry about composition, worry about the light if it's changing back and forth. Uh, And then worry about the little details that you otherwise might miss if you're focused on having to pose your subject every single time. Give them that information first and let them kind of run with it. The other thing it does is it allows you to see what works with your subject for the next look you're doing, right? Not everybody can pose every single position. So if you go through the first three positions, which is roughly 10 to 15 minutes, of this session, you're putting them through excess movements, yeah, okay, maybe it's extra work in post, to have to go through and sort these pictures, but now, well, before I go to that first, the first set of pictures is usually never the best anyway, I always call it my warm up, the first pose doesn't count, (laughs) because you're learning your subject, they're learning you, you're learning how to give them the directions, they're learning how to take it, it doesn't count anyway, you might or might not use one of the 15 possible frames out of the... 45 pictures you just took, but you only need one, but you're learning how they pose, how they look, what positions on their body look good. So that way, when you're into the meat of your shoot, okay, here's what I want you to do. Turn your feet, chin up, chest out, boom. You know it looks good because you just went through three other poses learning how they move and how they feel. So that's that's filling time and making sure that, well, filling time and making sure that you learn all about your subject. The next part is the actual subject interaction. So we've, we've already blitzed through 15 minutes. Now we can know that the rest of the shoot's gonna be dedicated to exactly what we need to do. We've got just enough time, maybe before we are waiting on the sun to get in the right position for golden hour or whatever it is. We just needed to, to fill that time productively. We've done that. Now we're into the heart of our shoot. And now here's where it's important to make sure we get exactly what we want and exactly what the vision is out of our brains. So being able to communicate your instructions, and being able to also give your model, subject, talent, whatever. uh, Reassurance and confidence is a part where a lot of us as creatives struggle. This is why we have a visual medium, right? Like, we're not always good at telling people what we want, but we can show them. Utilize that. Just like before, if you have exactly what you want in your brain, whether you are a build for the model or not, show them what you want them to do initially. So, hey, take a look. This is what I want you to do. Mirror image me. So, if I know that I want my subject to put their left hand up on their head or whatever, I'll put my right hand up on my head and say, Mirror image me. I'm going to do exactly what I do or exactly what I want you to do. Perfect. If I turn to my left, they're turning to their right, but we're facing the same direction. Like, you know, like mirror puppets. That's the first part. Let them know that I'm going to show you exactly what I want. If I turn, you turn. If I move, you move. That way, if I feel really uncomfortable, I know it's probably not going to work for you. <laughs> the second thing is, uh, I stopped using directional words for cardinal directions. I don't say left, right, north, south, none of that. Turn to the east. Look to the left, my left, your left. Shoot, I am at right. Forget that. I always say to the this way and to the that way, and I point. Do me a favor, turn your feet to the that way. Good, perfect. turn your head back to the this way. Excellent, perfect. And every time they do it right, it's just like, you know, I hate to say it this way because I don't mean to be derogatory, but it's just like conditioning when you're teaching your children, it's just like when you're conditioning pets, you reinforce when they're doing it the way that you want. Because positive reinforcement most of the time works way better than negative reinforcement and you're probably not allowed to spank your models. Unless it's that kind of shoot. <laughs> Right? So let them know, hey, that's perfect. Hey, that's great. Hey, that's awesome. Turn to this way. Awesome. Perfect. Don't move. <laughs> right? That last button is important too. When they have it right, tell them don't move. <laughs> because as soon as you move again, they're still mirror imaging you <laughs> and they will move with you. Right? So here, turn to the this way. Perfect. Here we go. And then I move to orient the camera. And before they know what they're doing, they're moving. And now your pose is lost and you got to do it again. So as soon as they're locked in the way that you want, perfect, don't move. Then you readjust, click, 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 awesome. Even if it's not awesome, tell them it's awesome. Why? Because they don't know what it looks like. And they're probably not gonna see it anyway if it's not awesome. And they're, and they're definitely not gonna remember if you make them do three poses for every look you want, which poses you said were awesome and which poses you didn't. They're just gonna, at the end of the shoot, say, wow, I look so good. So, to quick recap, Tell them what you want in the beginning. Show them what you want while you're doing it. Mirror image to them what you want as you're doing it. And then tell them it's awesome whether it's awesome or not. Right? Because you're not being dishonest. It's awesome that it works if it works. It's awesome that now you know it doesn't work if it doesn't work and you never have to do it again. Right? Uh, And then encouragement throughout. They're always awesome. That looks great. That looks awesome. That's perfect. Let's do it one more time, except let's change everything. <laughs> right? Alright, do this for me. Pose. Hand on your hip. Good. Other hand on your hair. Perfect. Lean. Twist. That's awesome. Click, click, click. This is great. We're going to do it one more time, but do me a favor. This time change your leg this way, put your hand this way, and change this. Okay, they don't realize that it's a completely different thing. I mean, maybe they do, but whatever. They just think, oh, I'm awesome. Okay. Moving on to the next awesome thing. Click, 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 click. That's a way to give yourself the freedom and flexibility to shoot it again without saying, ugh, you look awful. Well, it's not their fault. they. Look, well, sometimes it is. Most of the time, it's not their fault they look awesome. Most of the time, it's your fault they look awesome. But by the same token, most of the time, it's not their fault when they look, ugh, Most of the time, it's your fault they look ugh, because you haven't been able to find whatever look flatters them. Let's keep in mind also that you're never going to take somebody who is average looking, everyday, not unattractive, and turn them into Angelina Jolie, right? Not everybody has the genetics to, most of the time people know what they look like. So they're not expecting you to turn them into a supermodel, but they are expecting you to make them look their very best. Right, and that was going to be my next point. The emotional experience is half, right? That's that, the, the, the feeling they get having the picture taken, feeling kind of glamorous, feeling awesome, when you tell them, oh, you look so great, that's so good. Okay, don't do that, right? Don't lie to them. If they tuck their chin into their neck like this and flare their chin and then lean back at the waist so you see up their nose and they think this looks good, tell them, hey, I get what you're trying to do, but that's not the look we're going for. Trust me. I can see what you look like right now, you can't. Let me help you look your best, right? You don't have to, to pretend that if they're doing something completely ridiculous that it's the best thing in the world. If they're doing something ridiculous you told them to do, it's the best thing in the world, <laughs> right? Give yourself that out because it gives you the appearance that you know what you're doing. But if they're doing something ridiculous that you know is definitely not going to work, you can shoot it to humor them, click, hey, that's not really working for the camera, right? <clears throat> There's a difference between being attractive in life and photogenic, right? Those are not the same thing. This pose can be attractive in life. It's not generally photogenic. Same thing with the the cheerleader group squat. Everybody has seen the cheerleader group squat. Yeah, when you're hanging out with a bunch of other cheerleaders and you're together and it's camaraderie, and somebody has the camera way up here. So you're only seeing up to the rib cage anyway. That works for a full length photo. I mean, I'm sure there's a market for
1: there. like you got a
0: bad yeah. guy's precisely. There's a market for that somewhere. So let them know. Hey, stand up tall, posture and poise. Not very many people want to be shorter in photographs. There are some out there, maybe, somewhere. But in my experience, and I'm sure all of your experience, not many people want to look shorter in photographs. So hey, hey, oh, I see what you want to do. Why don't you stand up straight, posture and poise? Perfect. Now put your hand back on your hip. Excellent. Or if you're really obsessed with putting your hands on your knees, why don't you stick your leg up on a chair or a bench or a rock or whatever, and then you can put your hand on your knees. Give them an alternative to what they think they want that you know looks better. But all the while, positivity. Hey, that doesn't look great on camera.
1: Who has not had them happen? Hold on. I've got to get closer to you for the microphone. Who hasn't had this happen to them at PhotoPass? Guests come up with these overly <laughs> romanticized ideas of what they think is going to look good in a photo, and you're like, it, it doesn't, it's not going to photograph the way you think it's going to photograph, guys. My personal beef, my personal beef. Can we turn and look at the castle? No, because it doesn't <laughs> look good. It just, it's, it just looks like I shot the back of your, because I did, I just shot the back of your heads, and the castle's there. It just, it, you know, you, you, you have this idea of what you think it's going to convey in the photo, and it doesn't work. Trust me on that, it doesn't work. Sometimes I humor them, but more often than not, it, it doesn't work the way you think it's going to, guys.
0: Precisely. Uh, all that to say that,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, without so many words.
0: you can be honest with your subjects without overtly showing your frustration. Because, just like, I mean, it's kind of a Disney trope, right? It's their first time, usually, They have no idea what they're doing. If they did, they'd probably be taking their own portraits. (laughs) They have no idea what they're doing. They think they know what looks good. They know what makes them feel good, right? It's it's our job to kind of bridge those gaps, right? It's our primary job to make them look good. But the secondary function is you usually only look as good as you feel, unless you're a fashion model. That's different, right? But you so hey, I know what you're going for. Trust me, let me get you there. All right? I know what you're going for or or click click. Oh, it doesn't read well in photos, right? That that part's important cuz you're not going to tell them overtly, "Hey, you look like an idiot." <laughs> <clears throat> that looks dumb. <laughs> hey, that looks dumb. Do something else. If it's a subject that you work with often and you've got that kind of trust, like I have some some models that I work with often. And at this point in our relationship, after years of of kindly reminding them that I know what I'm doing when it comes to taking their picture, I'm able to be a little blunt. That makes you look not great. But that's still as blunt as I get. I would never say, that makes you look like a duck, but not like the cool kind. Not like Daffy or Donald, more like Howard, much less cool, (laughs) right? Or, hey... If it's a model that I know she's sensitive about her hips, hey, don't pose that way. It makes your hips look wide. (laughs) Right? Your hips look wide when you do that. That's not what you want. Unless you're trying to look like Jessica Rabbit in the hip section exclusively.
1: Just on one side.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Hey, that makes you look really short. Don't do that. Unless she's like 6'2 and wants to look shorter. Don't do that. So when you build trust and report and you've got repeat clients and they know that you're doing what you're talking about and they don't want to waste time and you don't want to waste time, you can be as blunt as you want. But normally, it's their first time. So you got to coax them through it. You know, you know what? If you can, convince them to book a longer session. Make an extra 50 bucks or 40 bucks or 30 bucks or whatever your session advance is, just so that you have time to kind of humor them and also coax them. Or, add a bumper charge. Hey. We do a modeling consulting fee, 15 bucks. It adds an extra 15 minutes to your session so we can show you how to pose. Don't be offended, we're gonna show you what to do. Or, hey, that outfit looks tacky. 10 bucks, (laughs) we'll give you a wardrobe consulting fee. We'll tell you exactly what to wear. Take a picture of your closet and we'll say A, B, C, or D and tell you what to wear, whatever. There's ways to get around the awkwardness of somebody showing up in a parka, a scarf, and hot pants for their photo session. You're laughing, but it's happened to me. Big Yeah, yeah. Some people go for like the grandma look. The 1965 grandma look. What, what, what was that top? It was, it was generally tight right here and then it looked like a maternity blouse. Oh yeah, the peasant tops where they're like booby tight and then and bubble top, they are like bubble, to like the thigh, yeah. You know what? It looks great while you're twirling and you can show off your midriff, I guess. But while you're standing still, not many people want to look pregnant. Yeah, it looks like a maternity. Hey, you know what? I've got some rope. <laughs> <laughs> All that dress needs is a waist.
1: <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. Or let them know, hey, I keep a, st- I keep a wardrobe of, of Men, I don't usually have this issue with. It's not usually a problem because men, their default is jeans and a t-shirt, and you can always work with jeans and a t-shirt. It might look like Sears, (laughs) 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 but you can always work with the jeans and a t-shirt. But you know what? I keep a short supply of women's clothes size zero to eight in my studio shirts. Hey, that's not working. For an extra $2, you can try on this (laughs) or whatever, right? And the $2 is just so I can clean it when you're done, right? It's laundry fee. It's quarters. You know, that's something that's helpful too. Uh, But all the way around, it's really about letting them know that their idea is not good while emphasizing that the idea that you have is better, even if their idea, you shouldn't say it's not good. (laughs) Like, hey, that looks okay, but I guarantee you my way can take what you've got there and make it great. Trust me, you hired me for a reason, right? And I'd never want to make you look bad. It's my tell them that. It's my job to make you look and feel your best. Want some water? (laughs) Right? Are you thirsty? Drink this. Good, don't move. Put the jump there, perfect. Now your posture's up. Click, click, excellent, we got it, right? You can you can inject that kind of humor. You can be a little dry, you can be a little snide. It's like, oh man, or if they pose in a weird way, why don't you pose like that? And they say, what are you doing? I'm just trying to see how comfortable this is. Are you comfortable? No? Okay, then don't do that. <laughs> Comfort first, then photogenics. We'll make it work, right? And, and then the other part of this is how do you end your session, right? Like, okay, so you've, you've killed the time to make sure the light's right. We've got those extra poses out of the way. We've learned how they, how they operate. We, we know how to give them the, the appropriate amount of direction We know how to kind of divert them away from things that are are not as photogenic as they should be. We've got the shoot there. We're running out of daylight. We're kind of got rhythm. They're excited. They're, They're happy to pose. But you know what? Their time is up. And yeah, as an artist, we take as much time as we need to get it done. But as working professionals, time is money. How do you close your session? Easy. It's super easy. You say, click, click at the last frame of whatever it is you, you got for your time, whether you got it the way you want it or not, if it's good enough, you've got it, because you've got all the other poses you've done up to that point, you say, all right, cool. All right, for the last one, take everything I taught you and have a little fun. Do whatever you want. we got 10 frames left before I run out of film or memory or whatever. It doesn't matter how many frames you actually have left. You've got 10 frames left. You know why? Because at 1, two, fiftieth of a second, it goes by real fast. We've got 10 frames left, give me whatever you want. You can jump, you can smile, you can play. This is all you, it's not for work, it's just bonus, whatever you want. Let them know that it doesn't matter so they can look as silly or as wild as they want and they'll be relaxed. And you still might get a really great gem. All right, here we go. I'm even even gonna count them off for you. Ready, go. Every time I count it, you change it up. Click, next. Click, two, next. Click, three, next. Click, all the way to 10. Bam, last one, make it good, smile bright. And just tell them to smile, just stand and smile. Click, awesome, great job, high five. Walking back to our car. We're on time. And they're feeling really good about the session because the end of it was fun. Now they might say, oh, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Okay, well, here, let me show you what to do. Same like this. Y M C A. Four down. All right, your turn. Go. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They'll figure something out. Oh, cha-cha slide, whatever you want. Perfect. Cool. Michael Jackson, do that. Awesome. Whatever it is. Or Hey, who's your favorite celebrity? Beyonce? Channel your inner Beyonce. Good. 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 Whatever. You can tell them whatever you want as long as it's fun, right? Who's your favorite actor? Tom Cruise? Okay, run with your hands open. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Whatever it is. You get some fun bonus shots. You might get a gem that works really, really well. It might all be garbage, but it's just for fun, so they're not going to... I look so funny, I look so stupid, I look so silly. Yeah, it's just for fun. Or, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, it was just for fun. But hey, sometimes the fun stuff is the best stuff. Right? Rock and roll. And now you're walking back to your car or you're escorting them out of your studio or whatever. And everybody's feeling good. Make sure you got paid. (laughs) Or have a plan to get paid. Right? Cool. As you're walking back, awesome. So... Uh, we got your deposit before. How would you like to square up? Would you like to pay by credit card? I can send you an invoice. Or you have cash or whatever. You know? Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, can I get it to you next week? Sure. I will start on your photos as soon as your check oh, clears. Right? right? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, pool. cool. Cool. Right? The deposit is to hold the day. The balance is to, to start on your photos. I mean, that doesn't mean you have to start on them when they, their check cleared, you can get it done to get it off your schedule, but they're not getting their photos until their check clears. And, And up to this point through your general marketing, you should have already told them, hey, from the date of shoot, it's a two week turnaround or a month turnaround or whatever your turnaround is. So they're already expecting it's at least two weeks. Well, hey, it's two weeks from payment complete, right? There are some shoots that are different. If you know the family, whatever, you can come up with a, with your own deal. But for, for walk-ins, hey, it's either on the spot, 50% to hold the date, plus 50% due before we start taking pictures, or at the close of the picture session because you don't want to kind of talk money and get them in the headspace of money while you're starting, unless it's corporate because then time is money. So at the end of the shoot, go, hey, how do you want to square up your balance? Okay, cool. Or, you know, in the email, hey, don't forget, balance is due. I'll start on your photos when I get paid, and then it's two weeks from that point, or sooner. I might have it done faster if my schedule opens up. You're always busier than you think you need to be, right? Uh, And yeah, and that's it. Questions. Anybody have questions about anything super specific? I think I covered a lot. I know I talk a lot. It is a lot. That's why we got it recorded. We can play it back on the podcast.
1: I always know whenever I'm shooting, and thank God it's mostly with a friend who we, we're learning each other we, <laughs> very well, um, if it's with somebody I don't know very well or at all, like this is the first time, I don't know how I'm going to separate my brain um, from, you know, shooting what's in front of me and devoting and <coughs> a part of it to what might be done next, because once I'm focused, figuratively and literally, I'm going to be right there with the whole pose, even if it is just a bunch of junk repeaters and, and mirrors. Um, I, I don't know, I don't know how long it's going to take for me to learn how to separate my brain like that.
0: Okay, good question. So, the way that I kind of get around that is it's hard, especially when they're staring at you while you're staring at them taking the pictures. I usually will have them do a walking pose. If I need to really think like, oh, where do I go from here, right? Okay, we're click, 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 where do I go from here? Click, that's good. I don't know what's next. Click, oh, that's great. Click, at one point they're going to get tired of, of just being click, click, clicked. Take a minute, okay, hold on. Stop, wind down, let's relax a minute. Go inside, get some shade if we're out in the sun, or hey, have a seat, whatever. If you're in the studio and you've got a place to drop your photos or dump your photos, or even if you don't, fake it. Hold on, let me get my computer, let me dump these photos to the computer so that way they're locked in and safe and it gives you a chance to think, it gives them a chance to relax. Boom, how's your day so far? Good, feeling comfortable? Yeah, can I get you anything else? Another glass of water, towel for your forehead, no? Cool, it gives you five minutes or two minutes or whatever to think about what you're doing. Whether, you know, you can actually offload your photos if you've got that capability handy. Or you can just pretend, right? Hold on, I've got this portable hard drive here. Hold on, I've got this attachment to my phone that I can, I can tra- I'm can i gonna transfer these pictures to my phone really quick so that way they're safe in case something happens to the memory card. Give me one second. Having a good day so far? Mm-hmm. That's great. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. It's done. Cool. Come with me over here. Right? Just give yourself any excuse to have a little bit of time. Hey, let's take a few minutes to breathe. Let's take a few minutes to breathe. You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm good. Let's go. No, no, no. Take, let's take a few minutes to breathe. I don't want you to look a little stiff. I don't feel stiff. Yeah, but you've got a little tension in your shoulders. I just want... To work that out. Shake it out. Perfect. So that's one way. The other way is I give them a walking pose. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. We're going to do this walking pose. I want you to take three steps away from me, one, two, three, and then turn and look at me. All right. Cool. Ready? Go. Click. Click. You don't have to look there. Whatever. Perfect. We're going to do that one more time. This time when you turn, flip your head a little. If you're a guy, this time when you turn, give me more chest, more shoulder. Do it again. Click, Click. You could do that up to three times before it gets annoying. <laughs> right? You get three of those. Or make it five steps. Five steps. You get an extra two seconds to think about it. Whatever it is, you can give them a reason to let you have your brain back for a moment. Or pick a spot really far away. Hey, I'm going to put the long lens on and get some compression. I want you to walk to that tree way over there, and I'm going to shoot you walking to that tree and then walk back to me. and We're gonna get some walking away shots and some walking to me shots. Remember when you're walking to uh, cross one leg in front of the other. Cool, cool, ready, go. Like this, yeah, keep going. That's my next shot. All right, good, that's good, here we go. Turn, click, okay, start walking back toward me, here we go. Click, click, we got it, awesome. Now we're gonna go over here, meet me over there. (laughs) All right. There's all kinds of little things that you can do to give yourself time to to switch your brain over. Because it can be hard, right? Like, oh, I know this is filler, but man, it looks good. And now you're re-engaged, and you lost the purpose of giving them those extra five or six poses because they look good. Well, the walking away pose is usually an easy one. Or pick a spot far. Not super far. You don't want them to get tired. But like, hey, over there. Again, this is for location. If you're in the studio, hey, we're gonna take a five minute break. Why? Because we got what we needed to do really, really fast. So let's sit for a minute. And then you can think. Or hey, I'm gonna change the background up a minute. Do me a favor, have a seat while I fiddle around with my stands. Yep, almost ready. I also gotta change the lighting a little. Thinking, 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 thinking. Thinking, 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 thinking. Perfect, all right, next shot. We're ready. What's next? The exact same thing we did before, but the lighting's a little different this time. Here we go. Right? Give yourself time. Whatever it is, you can give yourself time. As long as they think that you know what you're doing, they're going to go, okay, whatever. Perfect. Sounds good to me. Another good, yeah. Do you ever carry picture cards to reference or do you, if you carry them, do you forget about them? I keep them on my phone. I will nine times out of 10 have my phone with me. So I keep in, actually I keep them in a Dropbox folder on my phone. So that way, if I don't have my phone with me, they're in Dropbox on the computer, I can just put them on the, or a tablet or whatever. I have the Dropbox app on every device. So I can log in from anything, as long as that has internet and pull them right up. If I'm shooting with a friend, right? And maybe they're stumping, and hey look, posing cards, here you go. Or you can be like, hey look, I need to learn a pose, shoot. Oh, bring the model into it. Hey, can you come look at this with me? So this is exactly what I, hold on, not that. This, this is exactly what I want you to do. See that? Can you do that? Got it, next pose, right? (laughs) It's easier for me to show you what I want. Hold on. Oh, that's the pose I want. It's also easier to show me what I want, right? Like uh, involve them. Hey, I, I know that like it seems pretty simple, but I want you to pose like this. Can you do that? Yeah, like that. perfect. And then give yourself time. Um, I haven't used my posing cards in a long time because a lot of this is automatic now, but in the beginning, I did. Another thing you can do, if you don't want to be that obvious, is before your shoot, load the poses onto your SD card. And <laughs> then you can look at them on the back of the camera, just like you're reviewing any other photo. That's a great idea. Like, oh, you know, it's always at zero going forward as the shoot you've done. On the last photo, if you go forward one more, you're into your posing cards. And you know what? After you completed that pose, delete it. And now the next pose is the first one after whatever you just shot. And now the next pose is the first one after whatever you just shot. And at the end of the shoot, you end up with zero, right? So you can then show them, oh, look, here's all your photos. Here's the first photo we took. Here's the last photo we took. I don't usually show anything else. I just wanted to give you a little preview. Cool? Cool. Moving on. So, Yeah. Yeah, or if, yeah, if you've got two memory cards, you can just slip the other one in, but that's usually, you know, don't forget which one's which, you know. And for me, my, my cameras that have dual card slots, I shoot to backup that way in case something crazy happens, I've got an immediate backup of my photos. Um, but either way, or carry two cameras. One camera, just your posing card camera, they don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you've got a backup camera, even if it's a little point and shoot or whatever, what's that for? Oh, it's for reference. That way, if I come back here, I want to know exactly what I was shooting. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, I did some homework. I came out here last week and, and took some reference photos. This is just for my reference so I can make sure that it's lined up the way that I want. Perfect. Stand over here. Turn a little, a little more. Excellent. <laughs> I'm <gonna get> that <laughs> right? Know, yeah, and they they're not going to ask you. They're not
1: going to remember what
0: it looked like. And they're not going to remember. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> Oh he was so prepared he had homework he had references he came out here before and scouted the location he knew exactly how he wanted me to pose each time How does he remember all that stuff Magic you know experience a good idea when you do a wedding. Yeah. Oh for weddings especially so for, so I do keep posing cards for weddings um, but what I do is a little different so if you're gonna if you book a wedding this is really really great I always give the bride and groom homework hey Go search the entire internet for wedding photos that make you feel good, that look the way that you want your photos to look. They don't have to be the same venue. If you're getting married in the woods and this is a wedding on the beach, send it to me anyway because I want to know what the photo makes you feel. Right? Now obviously, right, we're not going to have, you know, oh, I love the way that this bodybuilder groom is holding his bride up by one foot and she's a cheerleader so she's, uh, right? That's probably not going to happen. But how does that photo make you feel? good. I I just like the way that he's kind of holding her up. Okay, cool. We can do an easy two-handed dip that most men can do with most women or most women can do with most men if you're that, you know, feeling silly, where you do two hands and you dip like this and you use your leg to support your partner's weight and your arm is wrapped around their back. So it doesn't matter really who you are or who your partner is, you'll be able to do this dip. Right? It's like, oh, I can never do that. I'm not strong enough. Look, My wife weighs 115 pounds and she can hold me up at 200 pounds. You're strong enough. Try, here. Do it to me, that way if I fall down, you won't feel bad. Right? And I walk them through it. And really, the other person is just doing this. So they're holding themselves up. Oh, can you pop your foot? Right? It works. But yeah, so I I keep those photos that I have them research on my phone in the folder or on your tablet or on the back of your camera, whatever. So I can say, hey, hey, this is your pose list. This is the, the pictures we agreed on. Let's knock these out. And now you've got a whole list of wedding poses that you don't have to be creative for. Obviously, if you're feeling creative, do what you want. But I always say pick your top 10. Five of them for sure, for sure, and the other five will be bonus. Pick your top 10 poses. And we'll, we'll knock these out. We'll just, you know, I'm not advocating like a photo plagiarism, right? But it's going to be different. They're different people in a different venue in a different space. Right? You can't copyright a pose. Unless it's like, one of, like a Prince <laughs> yoga thing maybe.
1: <laughs> like even the same photographer in the same
0: location, is not going to get the same photo. Exactly. So either. utilize every tool you have. So yeah. So but, but, but don't do the work yourself. Make them do the work. Because most of the time, they're going to pick wedding photos that are appropriate for them as a couple right they're not usually i mean i'm not talking about like anything racial or anything like that but they'll usually pick photos that are appropriate or close enough to their venue that are appropriate or close enough to their body type but that also show you the level of comfort that they're willing to go with posing right if you find it every picture they pick they're 3 feet apart holding hands like this they're not a touchy feely lovey-dovey couple so having them cuddle close is probably not the picture that they're going to want right and then they'll go on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. My photographer took some gorgeous pictures but they just don't feel like us, right? But if you let them pick, hey, pick the photos that you want your wedding to look like, show me so I can research with you and we can come up with, you know, basically you're just getting an idea for what they're comfortable with as well. And they'll be able to, they'll show you exactly what they want, right? I had one bride and groom where the, gro- the bride really wanted a picture of the groom holding her up. And sometimes you do this holding this right around the legs But for this particular bride, she's like, no, no, no. The forearm's got to cut across the booty because I like the way it makes the booty look. Okay, booty lift. That's what I called it from that point on. Do the booty lift photo. And he squats down right under the bottom and holds her up and squeezes. And she's got her hands on his shoulders, So she's stabilizing herself. He's got one foot back so he didn't fall over from the the imbalance of, of weight. And his forearms are cutting right across. And it's a profile shot. And she's got a great arched back, plump bottom. And it's their favorite wedding photo. And they did all the work. I just was like, oh, okay, booty grab, go. Click. All right, moving on. And they know they got something they wanted. They know they got. If nothing else, they've got something that they they specifically wanted. And whether it's an award-winning wedding photo or not, it's what they wanted, and so for them, it's gonna be aces all the way around. Yeah. Cool?